And then, says the concept of the business mirror, and this is the Bulldog Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror Borderlook Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast segment is based on the stories by Business Mirror reporters BG Cabog and Kai Ordinary. The Borderlook Podcast is produced by T. Anthony C. Cabangon, publisher of the Business Mirror. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror website and the Business Mirror newspaper. Today we podcast week 38 of the Stock Market Outlook for September 18, 2023 to September 22, 2023. Let's get on with the story. Share prices closed lower last week with the main index slipping to 6,100 points as investors remained on the wait-and-see mode ahead of central bank's meetings this week. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index fell 96.60 points to close at 6,126.34 points. The main index was down in three of the five-day trading sessions, falling the most on Wednesday and Friday. Jafet Luis Tanchanko, Senior Research Analyst at Philstocks Financials Incorporated, said last week the local market closed at 6,126.34 its lowest closing since October 26, 2022's 6,121.53. Tanchanko said that its current position, the market is deemed to be at bargain levels with a price-to-earnings ratio of 13.56 times below its 2018-2022 average of 19.08 times. Volume of trade was still low except on Friday when it reached 9 billion pesos pushing the weekly average to 4.88 billion pesos. Foreign investors were net sellers all week long at 4.39 billion pesos. All other sub-indices ended on the red, with the exception of the mining and oil index that gained 407.19 points to close at 10,485.61 points. The broader all shares index fell 40.05 to close at 3,320.18. The financials index declined 6.53 to close at 1,786.93. The industrial index was down 26.24 to close at 8,789.88. The holding firms index retreated 124.78 to close at 5,859.32. The property index plunged 86.31 to close at 2,502.59. And the services index shed 39.37 to close at 1,494.56. Losers outnumbered gainers 138 to 88 and 24 shares were unchanged. The top gainers were Empire Eastland Holdings Incorporated, McKay Holdings Incorporated, Philippine Realty and Holdings Corporation, Basic Energy Corporation, Philweb Corporation, Forum Pacific Incorporated, and Concrete Aggregate Corporation A shares. The top losers, meanwhile, were Concrete Aggregates Corporation B, 
Rojas Holdings Incorporated, Imperial Resources Incorporated, Kepwealth Property Philippines Incorporated, Greenergy Holdings Incorporated, PXP Energy Corporation, LBC Express Holdings Incorporated, and Philinvest Rate Corporation. Share prices may remain down this week as macroeconomic concerns persist, such as the high prices of commodities. Jafet Luis Tanchanko, Senior Research Analyst at Fieldstocks Financials Incorporated, said that with the lingering uncertainties, a strong rally may remain difficult for the bourse, despite closing at 6,100-point level, a right level for bargain hunters. This week, the policy meetings of the U.S. Federal Reserve and the Banco Central in Filipinas are expected to take center stage. Tanchaco said hopes that both the Fed and the BSP will keep their policy rates unchanged may somehow give market sentiment a boost. Tanchaco said investors are also expected to watch out for clues on the policy outlook of both central banks. Dovish signals are seen to lift the market while hawkish signals may pull the market down, Tanchaco said. The analyst said investors may also take cues from the result of the Bank Central and Filipinas' upcoming business and the consumer expectation surveys. However, supply shocks that led to high food prices in August could dissipate fairly quickly, making it unnecessary for the Bank Central and Filipinas to raise key interest rates. Anew. Central Bank Governor Eli Remolona Jr., however, said the current situation would still not merit easing the central bank's monetary policy. The Monetary Board is scheduled to meet this week. In August, the Philippine Statistics Authority reported that headline inflation rose to 5.3% from 4.7% in July. With this, inflation averaged 6.6% in the January to August 2023 period. Governor Remolona said he thinks if that's all there is, if it's just the uptick with food prices which caused the uptick, these kinds of supply shocks dissipate usually fairly quickly. The Banco Central and Philippines governor said if that's all there is, there are no further supply shocks beyond that uptick in August, then it won't be necessary to hike the policy rate. It won't justify an easing, but it won't be necessary to raise the policy rate, the BSP chief said. Governor Remolon said the Banco Central and Philippines remains serious about price stability. He said while the central bank's target range is 2% to 4%, this is not enough for the Banco Central in Filipinas. This is especially crucial given that the recent supply shocks experienced by the Philippines drove food prices to increase. Skyrocketing food prices significantly impact the poor in the country. Based on the Consumer Price Index, the weight of food in the basket was 51.38% for the poorest households. The weight of rice, one of the top contributors to inflation in August, was at 17.87% for the bottom 30% of households. Governor Remolona said the supply shocks are especially harmful to the poor. The food prices, the Banco Central and Filipinas chief said, the energy prices, so that's part of the reason that the central bank has a price stability objective. But hitting the target range is not enough. They want to be comfortably within the target range for the year or so to follow. Earlier, successive typhoons caused commodity prices to surge in August, with vegetables like tomatoes and the country's staple rice, leading the charge to increase inflation to 5.3%, according to the Philippine Statistics Authority.
The poorest Filipinos experienced an even higher rate of inflation at 5.6% as food inflation for the bottom 30% income households at the national level moved at a faster pace of 7.7% in August from 6.1% in July and 7.1% in August 2022. However, the Banco Central ng Pilipinas as well as the National Economic and Development Authority remain confident the country's inflation rate will slow to 2% to 4% by the last quarter of this year. Meanwhile, Broker 2 Trade Asia said consensus is expecting a status quo on the U.S. Federal Reserve rates given supportive jobs data last month and more fuel and energy-driven inflation despite U.S. Consumer Price Index printing hotter than expected for August at 3.7%. Broker 2 Trade Asia said the next challenge for the fourth quarter is anticipating the final two Fed meetings for the year as these set up the story for potentially aggressive CapEx planning stories in 2024. One more hike is being priced in yields at the moment, but the broker said they remain guarded that a dovish move may not be in sight until mid-2024. Chart-wise, the local market may continue to test the 6,150 level, which serves as a support. Tanchango said if the market is able to get back above the said line, it is seen to continue trading within the 6,150 to 6,400 range. If it fails to do so, however, Tanchango said the market's new trading range is seen from 6,000 to 6,150. For the stock picks, broker Regina Capital Development Corporation gave a buy when its support price of 110 pesos holds for the stock of Bank of the Philippine Islands as it continues its uptrend above 100 peso levels. The broker said currently the stock has been trying to go bullish, indicating an upwards consolidation and other technical indicators indicating that the stock's uptrend is still intact. Regina Capital said this can be played by a buy on dips and sell as the stock approaches the top end of its range. The Bank of the Philippine Islands was last traded at 110 pesos apiece. Meanwhile, Regina Capital advised to trade the range on the stock of SM Prime Holdings Incorporated as its price is becoming more volatile as prices starts to go lower. The broker said moving averages are very bearish. And investors can play this by bottom picking at current levels and creating a starter position that they can easily add up to once the trend starts going up for the stock. The shares of SM Prime Holdings Incorporated closed last Friday at 29 pesos and 40 centavos. Maybank Investment Banking Group Philippines, meanwhile, recommends a buy on first gen corporation given the firm's fiscal year 2023 and estimated. 2025 earnings of a compounded annual growth rate of 6.9%, which the broker said should be achievable with the full commercial operation of its LNG terminal by October. Maybank Investment Banking Group said First Gen's first half 2023 earnings was in line with consensus expectations at 52% of fiscal year 2023 estimated forecast, but it fell behind its estimates at 47% due to higher-than-expected minority interest arising from the outperformance of EDC. The shares of First Gen Corporation was last traded at 19 pesos apiece. And now for the weather outlook via the website of the Philippine Atmospheric Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration, or PAGASA. 
In an advisory issued at 12 o'clock p.m. of September 15, 2023, valid until 12 o'clock p.m. of September 22, 2023, Pagasa said that beginning last Saturday until Wednesday, September 16 to September 20, the easterly will begin to influence most parts of the country as the prevailing southwest monsoon shifts westward. The weather agency said this will lead to warm and humid weather conditions throughout the country with isolated rain showers or thunderstorms, mostly in the afternoon or evening. Pagasa said that from Thursday until Friday, September 21 to September 22, a possible formation of a low-pressure area east of Luzon could initiate the influence of the southwest monsoon over the country. The weather agency said this may bring mostly cloudy skies with scattered rains and isolated thunderstorms over Zambales, Bataan, Palawan, and western Visayas. Meanwhile, the rest of the country will have partly cloudy skies with isolated rain showers or thunderstorms, mostly in the afternoon or evening of Thursday until Friday. We hope you enjoy this episode of the Business Mirror Brother Look podcast. As always, we are grateful for your support. For suggestions and comments, please email news.businessmirror at gmail.com with the subject line BM Podcast. The Brother Look Podcast is produced by T. Anthony Sikabang, publisher of the Business Mirror. Many thanks go to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. Our gratitude also goes to Business Mirror reporter Kai Ordinario for providing the voice for the waiver. Until the next episode, this is Dennis Astopasi of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and be empowered.